we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, September the 22nd. My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing good. I'm coming at you also, as per usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take this week has to do with the New York Yankees, who have been on a pretty serious tear over the past two weeks, basically since we counted them out of the playoffs. So, two hot takes. The first hot take is I think that the Yankees might actually listen to this podcast to, like, psych themselves up because we talk so much trash about them. But... That's like the most pathetic thing in the world. So like it kind of fits right in with their the way that they roll, which is really pathetic as like human beings. Um, I mean, your head, Gary Sanchez. Yeah, seriously, fucking lumps. Um, but anyway, my real hot take is that the Yankees have peaked too early and they're going to get swept in the first round of the playoffs because uh, they're a trash team and they've been really hot lately, but that's not the sort of thing... Like, teams that play consistently well throughout the season are the ones that do well in the playoffs, and the Yankees have peaked too early and are going to embarrass themselves in the playoffs. I love that. One thing that I've been listening to a lot of bullshit on when I watch baseball games is that if the playoffs were to start, it's real likely that the Yankees would match up with the Twins in the first round of the playoffs. I think that'd be either the 4-5 or the 3-6 matchup. And everyone's like, oh, the Twins can't beat the Yankees. Oh, the Twins better hope that they somehow avoid the Yankees in the first round. And if I'm the Minnesota Twins, that would be pissing me off. Yeah, seriously. Like, fuck the Yankees. Like, the whole thing is, like, the Twins haven't won a playoff game against the Yankees in, like, 20 years or something like that. I don't know. But, I mean, that was... The past that that has no impact on the present. From the twins, I'm taking that personally. Seriously. Also, the twins got what they got beat by the Yankees last year, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the and so you know that's a chip they on their swept, shoulder. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. Yeah. Totally. Well. Okay. So I got a couple of hot takes. First off, I wanted to say fuck you, Angel Hernandez, you piece of shit, fucking bastard this son of a bitch was behind home plate tonight for white Sox indians indians fucking just walked off the white Sox in the bottom of the 10th goddamn inning uh angel hernandez his fucking strike zone was like the the shape of like those sheriff's badges you know what i'm talking about the six-pointed stars that right. was his goddamn strike zone son of a bitch ricky Renteria, our manager this is the second game in a row he's gotten kicked out of a fucking baseball game. He went the first, what is that, 48 games of the goddamn season without getting kicked out of a ball game, and now he's gotten ejected twice for arguing strikes with the ump. Tim Anderson got ejected from the fucking dugout tonight. Was this... Uh... Oh, my God. It was such a fucking shit show tonight. <clears throat> I'm so angry. Oh, this is good. This is going to tie into... Our later topic. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it's funny when it's another team. It's not funny when it's your team getting <laughs> fucking shafted at the strike zone. 
<laughs> fucking, you know, we talk a lot of shit about Joe West. And as far as, like, human beings go, Joe West might be the worst fucking umpire in Major League Baseball. But as far as doing the job of umpiring, it's fucking Angel Hernandez. Right, that's, like, pretty well... That's, right. like, pretty everybody well... Knows fully, that. How yeah, does he still knows. have a goddamn job? Right. Well, there's no Son one... <clears throat> no one is bitch. in charge of them. Like, Joe West right. is in charge of the umpires. And right. he, like, <laughs> believes in QAnon. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. So... Ah, White Sox got walked off by the fucking Cleveland Indians. We've lost four out of five now. Like, immediately after clinching a playoff spot, we've gone into this mini-spiral. Uh, tonight, the pitching was good. But before tonight, we had a... Our pitching staff had a whip of, like, two over the last four games. Well, the you're also, game. you've been playing the uh, Reds, right? Who are like the hottest yeah, we, team we in lost baseball. we two out of three to the Reds, and then we've lost the first two against the Indians. Right. And the only game we won was against Trevor Bauer. Interesting. And we kind of we knocked him around. Well, we didn't knock him around. He left with a 2-0 lead, and then we knocked around the Reds' bullpen. We won that one 5 nothing. Anyway, that wasn't even my hot take, but fuck you, Angel Hernandez. My hot take, my hot take is that the NFL should have an equivalent award to baseball Cy Young to only give to quarterbacks, and a quarterback should have to have, like, an exceptional season to be considered for the league MVP. Because you think it's an unfair playing field? I think it's an unfair uh, unfair playing field. Somebody pointed out to me on Twitter that only, I think it was uh, Kevin pointed out that only Adrian Peterson's the only non-quarterback to win the MVP in the last like 15 years or something like that. Right. And, and that the quarterback's job is different enough from everybody else's job that it merits its own award category. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like each kind of section of the NFL or like of football deserves its own award. You know, like I want to know who the yeah, best like offensive lineman is. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, I know they have that in uh, college and they do have that doesn't like the best linebacker get his own award in the NFL? I thought there's like a defensive like MVP. Uh, yeah, I think there is. Anyway, so I think that that should be it. Um, and that was kind of my awkward segue because I did want to talk Cy Young a little bit um, with this shortened season. Because I, I my I had you Darvish. I think we talked about this last week. Right. I had you Darvish as my NL. Uh, Cy Young winner, and then he went out and lost four nothing to the Twins, and that's one of his twelve starts. And in a close race like we have in the National League, that could cost you Darvish. Right. Well, also, but uh, what's his name for the Mets? Also had a bad start. Degrom. Yeah. yeah. What happened to him? He had pulled his hamstring or something. He gave up a, a few runs in a few innings and then was pulled early. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, can I tell you my idea for, for reality TV show? Yeah, of course. Okay. 
So you Darvish and Kenta Maeda are like B- BFFs on Twitter with each other. Okay. And they just tweet each other in Japanese and I have no idea what they're talking about, but it's, you know, got all the like Japanese like Pokemon emojis, like cool. anime emojis. Yeah. And so my new idea, because it also looked like Kenta Maeda was tweeting at you Darvish all this like Herbalife supplement shit. Oh no! So, <laughs> so my idea is you, Darvish, and Kenta Maeda are door-to-door Herbalife salesmen driving around the heartland of America. Right, like not speaking English very well. <laughs> right, or whatever the Japanese equivalent to Herbalife is. Right, but they like are driving really sick Japanese sports cars. <laughs> Right. One's really sick. They have to drive it together. One oh, yeah. really sick Japanese sports car. <clears throat> and it's all these, like, Minnesota housewives politely refusing to let them into their houses. Right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, that's just put that on the idea board for now. Um... All right, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to everybody who listened last week. Shout out to guest Thomas. Uh, Happy birthday to his mom. He's not on the show tonight because they're celebrating a birthday. And he has to go shout at the Houston Astros. Well, I think he already did it. Oh, did he? I thought they were going to play this week there. He said that he had an anticlimactic shouting at the Astros story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, he'll have to share that with us. I imagine um, it went something like he tried to shout at the Astros, but his lungs and throat are so destroyed by the air quality in Seattle, he lost <laughs> his voice immediately and had to go home. Oh, you're probably right. That's sad. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who listened to last week's show. Shout out Quincy, Massachusetts, Champaign, Illinois, Bend, Oregon, Providence, Rhode Island. Mountain View, California, Seattle, Washington, San Jose, Monticello, Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, Waterford, Michigan, Barcelona, Spain, Portland, Oregon, and New York City, both of which are now official anarchist safe zones, something like that. Thanks to our president. Um, Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Portland, New York, and Seattle, the three coolest cities in America, are like anarchist zones now officially. Sweet. Yeah, I know. Let's go. I'm there. I'm already there. there. I didn't yeah. realize. I didn't realize. I, I'm like still going to work like an asshole. I know. I know. What the fuck's wrong with you? you I don't know. Apparently, I should be out like, you know, busting down windows and stealing shit. No, in the anarchist cities, everybody politely goes to work because you all work on those communes. Right. Yeah. Right, because we, like, we have jobs. Yeah, yeah, and like justice circles. (laughs) Um, Please subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Give us a rating and review. Tell your friends. Tweet at us. Love my angry Twitter friends, although we're all a raging ball of fury right now. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud and Spotify. All right, let's get to this week's headlines. All right, you going to read the first one or you want me to? Uh, let me read the first one, because I'm actually interested in your take on this. Okay. Um, and also, you know, we already brought up the Houston Astros in the show, so 
Justin Verlander is going to get Tommy John surgery. Justin Verlander, a.k.a. Kate Upton's husband, announced in an Instagram <coughs> post, classic, right. last week we that should, he will be on the... Hold on. We should just, from now on, refer to him as Kate Upton plus one. That's what he is. Yeah. Like, you know she controls his, like, social media <laughs> platforms and hairstylist. Right. Which, <sighs> you know, good for him. Sure. I guess. Seriously. You know what yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure he has upped his social media game since they got married. Uh, so, of course, he went on Instagram last week. He will be undergoing Tommy John surgery, meaning that Verlander will not be playing baseball in 2020 and probably not in 2021 either. This might be trouble for the Houston Astros, who are sitting at 27 and 27 right now. They are currently the sixth seed in the American League, but they're going to make the playoffs. The AL playoffs are looking pretty set. This also might be the end of the line for Verlander, who will now essentially go two seasons without pitching after he won the Cy Young last year. At age 37, meaning he's one of the few baseball players who is still older than me, making a comeback is not guaranteed. So, Sam, question is, is this the last we have seen? Of Justin Verlander? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I think that he probably wants to come back, and I feel like he has a couple milestones maybe to... I mean, he's probably a Hall of Fame shoe-in, but he might want to yeah. get a couple more stats in there. Um, and he's a super competitive guy. So... Right. Um, and, you know, he's like the all-time best postseason pitcher or something. So uh-huh. I don't think we'll see the last of him. I think that, you know, this could be a Serena Williams, probably not even that good. But um, somebody, that's... you know, going away at the top of their game, coming back, and they'll probably still be fine, but they'll never, you know, he's going to be 40 when he comes back. So, right, yeah. Um, the, the odds of him coming back, to elite form are slim to none, I would uh, say. Yeah. Um, uh, the odds of him coming back for another couple seasons, I'd say, are pretty high, actually. Uh-huh. According to Wikipedia, right now he's sitting on 226 career wins and 3,013 career strikeouts. Right. So he just got past the 3,000 <coughs> level in strikeouts. Right. So I don't know how much more he's got to chase on that uh, on that front, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. He is extremely competitive. He's going to want to try to come back. He I could think try to get 250 wins, you know, that could be a goal. Yeah, uh, that's, 30 more wins. That's a number. And then, like, you know, I don't know. His numbers, what really sets him apart are his postseason numbers, I feel like. Right. Um, and the fact that he's got however many Cy Youngs and he won the MVP award too. So that's like, and you know, however many no hitters. I mean, I think he's a shoe in for the, for the hall of fame. Um, I think so too. First ballot, you know, mm-hmm. um, this is from, I'm looking at the athletic right now, Jake Kaplan for the athletics article about Verlander. Verlander also has money left on the table. That he's going to want to come back and play for. Well, but his contract's up after next year, right? 
that says here the Astros were counting on Verlander to headline their rotation in 2021 on a $33 million salary. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible some sort of insurance policy was built into the two-year, so 2020, you're right, 2021 was going to be his last year on his contract. His average set annual salary will still count against the 2021 payroll for luxury tax purposes, and now they're forced to reckon with a gaping hole at the top of the rotation. Right. So that's the other story here is that now, you know, of the World Series cheating, winning Houston Astros, Keiko's gone, Garrett Cole's gone, Verlander's gone, Granky wasn't on that team, but they got Granky now. Like, that was one of the greatest rotations of all time, and now it's pretty much gone the way of the Beatles at this point. Right. Yeah, they're not, they're, I mean, you know, they're a broken team as it is, but they got problems in looking into the future as well. Um, George Springer's a free agent, I think, after the end of this season. Uh-huh. Um, and he'll probably go, I mean, I don't see anyone who wants to stay with the Houston Astros right now. Right, Yeah. That's crazy to think about. I mean, it's not as extreme as like what the happened to the Chicago Cubs after 2016. Uh-huh. But I feel like we keep being like, oh, this team's going to be a juggernaut. And then, or like maybe juggernaut's the wrong word, like dynasty. It's like, oh, this team's so good, they're going to be a dynasty. Same with the Red Sox, technically. And then they win a World Series, and it's like, oh, break it down, start over again. Right. Well, the, <clears throat> the Astros didn't try to break it down, but you know the right. it, got, it got broke down. It got broke down, but you know also it's like that whole team they like ratted out their right. coach, like all their coaches, and like got all these people fired. Like I, you know, I'm putting as much space in between me and that shame as I possibly can, right? Um, because you know. And, you know, who's going to want them because they're rats? But, like, at the same time, like, I'm still trying to get away from that. Yeah. Well, good. Fuck the Houston Astros. Yeah, fuck the Houston Astros. Fuck Jim Crane. Fuck Jim Crane. Fuck Angel Hernandez. Fuck Angel Hernandez. (laughs) Fuck, like, Carlos Correa. I don't like that guy. Yeah. Nice swing, bitch. Right. Nice swing, bitch. Free Joe Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what I mean. They are going to go to the playoffs, and they're pro- they're they're probably going to have to play the fucking White Sox in the first round of the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs, aren't they? Under five hundred. They're at five hundred. They're twenty seven and twenty seven, but they're the two seed in the AL West. Oh. So they haven't locked it up yet. They're a game behind the Blue Jays, and they're. Three games right now, as of nine sixteen p.m., ahead of the Mariners. Hmm. With six games left. Hmm. Yeah. And because they're the two seed in their division, they'll get seeded ahead of. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. They'll get seeded ahead of the Blue Jays and the Indians 
even if those teams end up with better records than them. Yeah, I don't know. I believe I so. would correct you if I knew, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. ESPN gives them a 99.2% chance of making the playoffs. Wow. Right. At 27 and 27. Yeah, it's like NBA rules. It's exactly NBA rules. Although, shout out to the Oakland Athletics AL West champions. So, there's that. Right. First time in 13 years. Is that really? Is that, <clears throat> yep. No. I thought they won it in 2013. Are you sure? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, 60, 60 games, it still fucking counts. Yeah. Go A's. I like the A's. Yeah. No, it does, doesn't count, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that because, like, the White Sox are on the verge of choking away winning their division. <laughs> And that's still right. got still got shit to play for. No, I know. It's just you've gone from the beginning of this season being like, yeah, the season doesn't count, to now that the White Sox are good, yeah. being like, oh yeah, no, the season counts. It's only sixty <laughs> games, but it still counts. It still counts <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Ain't no rules against that. Uh, all right, you want to uh, let's talk some more about umpires. Yeah, so this is getting back into uh, our previous uh, conversation about umpires, and it has to do with Josh Donaldson, friend of the show, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, uh, the headline is Josh Donaldson complains about umpires. Veteran third baseman and known hothead Josh Donaldson sounded off this week about the general shoddy work done by the boys in black. Donaldson said, "Quote." If the umpire consistently isn't doing his job correctly, that's affecting our careers. That's affecting our success. At the end of the day, there's no reprimand. There's no accountability for the guys that are making the decision. And a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they don't care. They don't care at all. Most of them, they just want to get the game over with, for the most part. And it's pretty sad because guy, these guys are making six figures a year and there's no accountability. And I know, that's end quote, and I know <clears throat> that someone who's making eight figures a year shouldn't be bitching about how much somebody making six figures a year is making. So I'm just going to go ahead and say MLB umpires are getting paid way too much fucking money. And I can say yeah. that because I'm only making right. five figures a year. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, way too much money. Um, they're basically tenured teachers. You you can like you know they don't have to teach. They don't have to do their job well. They don't have to do their job at all. They can't get fired. <clears throat> they're just kind That's of running out the union, clock. Sam. What? That's why you have a union, right? That's what so you, you, so you don't have to do your job. <clears throat> um. So anyway. Players and managers generally historically don't sound off about the umpires for fear of retribution in the form of bad calls on the field. But the power of the umpire is waning due to the rise of the robo-ump. So the question is, do you think we're going to see more of this, players, managers, etc., speaking up about poor umpiring? Yeah, 
I definitely do because fucking Angel Hernandez sucks ass. There was this one play tonight. Oh my fucking God. It was Luis Robert was up to bat. First of all, Luis Robert's hitting like 90 in the month of September right now. And he checks swung and the dude doesn't even like go to first base. Like he doesn't even check. And it was clearly a ball, and it was clearly a check swing. He doesn't even fucking check with the first base umpire. He's like, now you're out. Um, I think Donaldson is dead right when he said they just want to get the game over with. Yeah. Because you see that. You see that happen all the fucking time. Um, Yeah. No, I think it's a huge problem. But I'm still on the fucking fence when it comes to elbow umps. Well, it's, <clears throat> it's like the United States like con- uh, congressional branch, right? It's like uh-huh. everybody is so fucking old and like white. Oh, yeah. And like they right. just they they have so much power and money that they, they're not going anywhere. It doesn't matter. They can't lose their jobs. And so they're just like doing as little as possible. Right, and like Joe West, who is a flat oath conspiracy theorist, he has said that the only reason he comes back to his job is he wants to break the record for most games umpired. Right, and that's uh, not a which good... Which like really close to doing. And that's not a good reason to be an umpire. Like you're, you should be passionate about like the rules and like play of game. Yeah, well, and here's something that we... Sh- I should have done research on before we started talking about this. Like, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah, I know. Well, that's not our style. But like, I mean, Manfred and the owners play such fucking hardball in negotiations with the players' union. Does what happens when they negotiate with the umpire union? I, you know, like, I kind of feel like it, they're like, oh, cool. You're right. old and white. I'm old and white. Like, yeah. Let's go to the strip club and, like, make disparaging yes. remarks about the, you know, ethnic strippers. Right. Right. In fucking Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. With the with the St. Louis Cardinals team. Right. For some reason, they invite the Cardinals. Right. They go to Tony LaRusso's strip club, obviously, <laughs> in Jupiter, Florida. And they Florida. all get coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Ricky Renteria is, like, a- as manager of the White Sox, has been the most calm, like, chill dude for what? This is his fifth season, I want to say, of, like, losing, right? Like, it's not just, like, things were going well. It's, like, when the White Sox were getting their asses kicked for year after year, Ricky Renteria was, like, the chillest, calmest dude. But then Angel Hernandez just gets him so fucking mad, <laughs> as it should. Um, I agree with Josh Donaldson. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, though. Except, like, making the umpires hate their jobs. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the umpires are going to lose their jobs. Like, it's only a matter of time before that goes the way of the computer, you know? Yeah, I, don't I mean think... that 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 becomes a computer's yeah. job, and you know maybe yeah. they're just waiting for all these umpires to die on the baseball diamond of old <laughs> right. age or coronavirus. Right. Coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus was a conspiracy hatched by Rob Manfred. 
kill all the kill all the umpires over 65 and overweight right he's also the guy who's like feeding the QAnon message boards with the fake coronavirus death count conspiracies so that Joe West will be like oh yeah this shit's not real Joe West keeps going to his job yeah oh man who I'm mad with is the worst though fuck that guy I don't know man uh, we're almost done. What do you think is going to happen next year? I mean, do you think Manfred is setting the table to just cancel baseball for 2021? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's a, he is, like, weakening the position of the league. Like, he's just, it's like a whole thing where he's going to be so ready to shut the season down entirely rather than negotiate with the players' union. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, too, unfortunately. All right, we should sign off, but I got one more question for you, Sam. Okay. If you, Darvish, and Kenta Maeda came to your apartment selling door-to-door Herbalife, would you buy from them? No. Why not? Well, (laughs) first of all, I don't speak Japanese, and so, like... Anyone comes to my door in Brooklyn and I don't expect them, I tell them to get the fuck out of here. I'll be like, no, I'm not interested. I'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. You're from the electrical company? Send, just tell them to send me an email. That's fine. I don't want to talk to you. Because it's, you know, there's door-to-door scams here like crazy. People are coming right. pretend to be from the electric company or the gas company. And they're like, oh, let me just sign you up for this whatever special program and you pay so much less a month and then you like give them your credit card you're like your bank info and then they just steal all your money right and so you just say yeah cool send it to me in an email (laughs) so maybe you Garvish and Kenta Maeda should start up some kind of like credit card scam deal in in Crown Heights yeah definitely alright Neat. Uh, we'll tweet at him that then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Once again, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We also have a Facebook account and an Instagram account. That's mostly me taking pictures of my cats right now. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, Apple iTunes, review, rate, subscribe. Uh, make your family members subscribe against their will. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash umpenhemp or on spotify.com. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have a good night and fuck Angel Hernandez. Subliminal thoughts when I'm a stop sending the women a boy and wet. Swimming in fire, swimming with trinolin shots. The penicillin could not.